The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. This is for the stalwart listeners, and I will say that until the day that I take my last breath. What? The stalwart listeners that hang out till the third hour. Well, the stalwarts, with, yeah. Yeah, stalwarts. Yeah. You know, they're just Tom, Denise, aren't they? They're the best. We love you the best. The ones that stay around for the third hour, because you know what? Todd and Denise said they wanted to leave. You know, they were like, "Hey, I'm done with this. This is that's all I can handle is two hours of Cal." You know, so third hour. Fair this point. is Radio Law Talk. Call us at eight five five Law Radio or tweet us at Radio Law Talk. Remember, seek legal counsel. We're not giving advice. Uh, and uh, if you're tired uh, late at night and you can't sleep, which sometimes happens to me, I just turn on my. Just go to www.radiolawtalk.com. Listen to the disclaimers. That's uh. That's, that's great. Ha, ha, ha. That's a good joke, Fred. This has been a recorded message from Todd Kunin, who left you. Ma- I'm kidding. <laughs> you said I was leaving. and I was. Oh, was that the disclaimer? That music? one went way to... over my head. Yeah, well, that, you know, look, I cast a wide net when it comes to jokes. They can't all be winners. So, well, uh, they, or none of they can't all catch something. <laughs> or well, none that, of that's, them. That's true. That's, hey, look, look. Every, you, you, you don't... You don't catch a fish on every cast. That's all I know. So you know, he put his deodorant on, got freshened up, but the jokes are still bad. So I, he didn't do anything new with that. So, and again, remember, seek local counsel. That's important. Today we're going to talk about some fun stuff. First of all, we're going to have a third hour case or no case, which is our favorite and everybody else's favorite. We're going to talk about the major league umpire that's suing a player and why it's very interesting. We're going to talk about the HBO Michael Jackson uh, issue uh, lawsuits. There's a lot more. We're going to, we try to do what's called speed dating, but speed, what? What should we call it? Speed, uh, oh, speed, uh, speed talking, speed topics. Uh, speed legal. Okay, speed, speed legal. legal. We're going to try to talk about as many things as we can because the, the guy by the name of The Game, the guy that, that is apparently a rapper of some sort that has a, a reality show, he's being sued. Actually, he's not only being sued, he lost a lawsuit, uh, and he's been told to uh, pay $7.1 million. And here's the most interesting part. I really looked into this a little deep, and apparently he never even showed up to the court case. And, you, man, you know what? It's going to be difficult for you to win a case if you don't show up. So, uh, you know, people are thinking, oh, you're, you're above that. You're above the court system. We're going to, and, and then we've got the most important thing at the end, and that is our quick takes. We're going to tell you, out of all the things we've talked about these last three hours, what's the most important thing and, and, and a quick take that you can take home and keep as a nugget and put in your drawer and remember for the rest of the week. But... In the meantime, we're going to do case or no case. Cal, get ready. Oh, okay, sure, Let's sure. Case I, no case. I am ready with my Let's, case or no case. Right. By the way, this one, you may risk up to two points. Now it's time to play case or no case. Yay! Of course, all right. only one person who has points, but anyway. <laughs> we're all but horrible. you've got to risk up front. You can't hear right. it and then risk, no, right? You, right, I put ICU can risk so up to two to, points. Okay. So when I come to you, you may say if you wish to ri- wish to risk points or not before I put out the actual case. Okay. Mr. Kunin, what say you? Well, he has well, no well, points to no risk. I have no points, so I have nothing to risk. So okay. the answer is yes. You can go in the hole by two. Okay. No, yep. no, okay. you can't put us in the hole. Okay, Fred, what say two. you? Two. We're doing two. We're each doing two okay. points. Okay, Denise, what say you? Denise, you're the only one that can really double Well, up. then I'm going to do two, two, if they're doing two, because, right? Sounds, like, gonna a, sounds like a dance routine here. It's going to be two, two. Here we go. Here's our case. Third a, hour, third hour. Radio Law Talk Ballet. A certain diva singer celebrity who shall remain nameless had a run-in with an airline. Okay. When a ticket snafu did not give her her first-class seat, she screamed quickly to the ticket agent, "Don't you know who I am?" The ticket agent quickly got on the public address system and said, "Ladies and gentlemen, we have a woman here who apparently does not who, know who she is. Can someone please come and help identify her?" <laughs> Everyone laughed out loudly, so the celebrity decided to seek counsel for public humiliation, defamation. She was red-faced and very ashamed. Her lawyer, indignant, said, I think you've got a case. And I ask you, can one win a lawsuit for public embarrassment, Denise Dirk's case, or no case? Okay. 
public embarrassment? Humiliation, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, first of all, this celebrity you know, said, don't you know who I am? And it sounded like she raised her voice a little bit, right? Yes, I think so, she probably acted out in a, in a diva sort, sort of way. That would be my guess. Yeah. So is the question, is there a case for public embarrassment or is there one in this matter? In this matter. Okay. Yeah. I am going to say there is no case for public embarrassment in this fact pattern. Um, but I'm going to say that it is a case and that the celebrity loses. Okay. Mr. Penny, what say you? Case uh, or no case? I did that the other day when they took <laughs> away my first class. And I said, do you know who this is? This is Frederick Penny, host of Radio Law Talk. And they said, okay, here, Mr. Penny, have two first class seats. <laughs> no, they said the opposite. They looked at him and said, that dog that lady's got, go ahead and take his seat. <laughs> so that lady got the, 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 the seat. But nobody cares about who I am. And you know what? This this is a wonderful uh, scenario, but it's not a case. But the diva singer... Uh, on the airline, I, I, what that was freaking hilarious. That agent that said, "Excuse me, we've got a person up here that does not know who she is." Anybody? What a what a quick thinking individual. That's now, pretty good. She shouldn't have said that, or he or she, whoever the the uh, agent was, shouldn't have done that. But you just learned to shut your mouth. But that was quick thinking, and this is a scenario, but not a case. Mr. Cunin, what say you? What did the lawyer say to her when she went to so the lawyer? Uh, he was indignant. That was all. Just in, didn't he say something like, yeah. uh, I, I think, think you've you, got a case. I think you've got a case. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Go big or go home. I'm going to say that this is a case and and you know, actual scenario, and it gets to the point of, yeah, it is a case. She gets nothing. Oh, you're going with me? Yeah. Why don't you go the other way? She gets something. If I had a dime for every time I heard somebody say that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my. No. You know, Denise, you're bringing back. It's PTSD. Thank you very much. I didn't think I'd. Uh, uh, oh, brother. Uh, uh, oh, my, my heart can't handle this. I'm going to stick with my answer. Thank you very much, Denise. Oh, if you could have seen the, the hand reactions during this time period. Yeah. Despite Denise's attempt to cajole you into going against your best judgment there, which I understand. I'm often cajoled by Denise, you know, over case or no case. <laughs> she can be very persuasive. Yes. yes, she can. All right, so we have a couple of minutes. So I guess what I'm going to do Just here give it is to I'm us. going do to it. give you the answer. Do uh, it. And so let's do that. For those of you who say this is a oh, case no. or a real <laughs> scenario, may I see by a show of hands. Oh, dear. <laughs> yes, Brad! <laughs> I made the uh, whole thing, thing up. up. <laughs> yes. I caught you, Cal. You oh, did. Oh, I did. I knew he was, he was faking this. But it's a good line. Isn't it a great line? <laughs> that was it. Say it again. Just Ladies and gentlemen, we have someone here at the ticket booth who does not know who she is. Can someone please come and help her identify herself? <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay, <laughs> so I have a question. Is Todd now minus two and Fred no, minus he's two? Not, no, he's zero. No, I too. I you said, guys put two I, at risk. No, I said no case. I so you're good. I'm Todd's gonna... at minus two. No, no he's I, not doing no, minus. I'm not, no, I, we, we weren't allowed no to go minus. in the hole. Yeah, we just, didn't it was just, I, I'm either going to get two points or nothing. I didn't put anything at risk. Yeah, it was, it was if I had minus. put something okay. at risk, I had the potential so to get four, and I didn't. So we're all big goose eggs. Yeah, no, Fred, Fred's good. Oh, you got one. Got two. Two. Sorry. What a bunch of clusters is going on right now. Everybody's talking over each other. Everybody just can't figure out who's one. Oh, I got three points. I got seven. It's like... Dear, would you turn the radio off, please? Yeah, no kidding. Wow. All right. Well, we're going to come back and talk about a major league umpire uh, by the name of Boop Boop that's suing an ex-catcher, Mr. Boop Boop, over something else. Mm. That's interesting. We're going to talk about Michael Jackson. And then after Michael Jackson, we've got all kinds of things to talk about, including the game. We're going to talk about him. And then uh, we've got a couple other things, but I don't think we're going to get to it. And then we've got the most important thing, which is Quick Takes. Quick Takes. We'll be right back after this. Stay tuned, folks. This is Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. We'll continue in just a minute. Don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. 
I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. The cost of getting rid of garbage is high, and recycling products is lucrative. If you're a business or know of a business that needs an individual compactor or baler, call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. If you already have an industrial compactor, baler, or shredder and need service, don't forget to call Northwest Compacting at 888-201-0911. Northwest Compacting, your full-service industrial compacting and baling company. Read more about them at northwestcompacting.com. Many women have so many clothes in the closet, but then we go to get dressed and find we have nothing to wear. Ah! We've all been there. We all want to be comfortable and fashionable at the same time, and it's difficult to find clothing that makes that task effortless. But at Letty & Company, you can find trendy, comfortable clothing that is affordable, things you'll want to wear every day. Shop with a purpose online with free shipping. Just go to lettyandcompany.com. LettyandCompany.com Even in the hustle and noise of this modern world, we feel the pull of the forest to walk under the canopy and feel transformed. National forests are essential to life. Majestic and grand, they clean our air, supply drinking water to millions, and provide homes to countless wildlife. They fuel our imaginations, inspiring us to think big, And now's the time to do just that. Fires and natural disasters devastate our forests each year. That's why we're replanting millions of new trees across the country. The Arbor Day Foundation needs your help. We've heard the call of the wild and we've answered. Scientists, foresters, volunteers, and members, together we can preserve and protect our heritage and legacy. We must act now so that the generations of today and tomorrow can continue to depend on our forests. Visit arborday.org. See how you can help. This is Radio Law Talk with Frederick Penny. Well, uh, I'm a winner, winner, chicken dinner, the last segment, and now we're getting into Major League Umpire Joe West is suing an ex-catcher by the name of Paul Loduca over claims that on a podcast, Paul, to me it sounds like a joke, mm-hmm. what he was saying, mentioned that the, 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 ex, the umpire may have taken some bribes. In fact, a quote from Joe, uh, I mean, uh, a quote from this individual Paul that he said on this podcast, and Joe is the uh, umpire, and this is the quote. Quote, Joe loves antique cars, so every time he comes into town, 
I lend him my 57 Chevy so he can drive it around. So then he opens up the strike zone for me. <laughs> I mean, just, I mean, that's something funny, you well, know. I mean, I don't know. Come yeah, on. Just a couple of things about this. So Paul LaDuca, a longtime major, uh, catcher in Major League Baseball, was on a podcast called The Favorites. Now, The Favorites is a sports betting podcast on the Action Network, and, and, and he was on there. And what LaDuca said was that another ball player, Billy Wagner, who was a pitcher for the New York Mets, he said that Wagner told Loduca yeah. that Wagner would loan the 57 Chevy to West right. to drive around and he'd open up the strike zone. And that raises up a couple of kind questions. Kind of a joke. It, it sounds to me like it was kind it, of a it, joke. It does. It sounds like a joke. And, and you know, we tease this a little bit. If there was one umpire that would be suing a ball player and somebody said, hey, an umpire did it, and I knew nothing else. I would have thought it was Joe West. Joe West is the guy who, the umpire most likely, if a pitcher throws a strike and the, or throws a pitch, and the pitcher thinks it's a strike, and let's say West says ball, and the pitcher seems upset. West is the type of umpire that'll take a step to his left and just stare down the pitcher until the pitcher starts to show him some respect, and then get back in. You know, do you want to go here? And he kind of makes the game about himself. He does that when he's behind the plate. He does it when he's in the field. It's just he's just one of those characters. He's been around forever. He's right? a little theatrical, but he you is. know that's okay. Sometimes though, I'll, uh, having uh, I've umpired many games, not a major league, not even close. But uh, sometimes you have to look at the pitcher and say, you know what? All day, all day. That's yeah. going to be a strike or a ball. All day, deal with it. Right. Now, I, I remember Roger Clemens in a World Series game in Oakland did that very same thing. And within the first inning, the Boston Red Sox ace was tossed from the game in the first inning for wow. constantly barking at the umpire. That's right. And, and you have to do that. you got to stand your ground. It's your job well, to I've seen Cal do that to those five-year-old kids, man. He, he, he stares them down. I've seen him walk over there pointing at a little five-year-old. You mess with Cal. Mostly at the coach. <laughs> You know, it, yeah. What's really funny is when he says he looks at the kid and says that's going to be a strike all day, and the kid looks. It's a tee. We're playing tee ball. I mean, <laughs> well, see, so, you swing and miss, buddy. <laughs> but I, I, I got a question. Uh, okay, so uh, defamation. What he sued? Well, that's that's a personal injury type uh, area. So Fred, I got a question for you. I probably don't have an answer. Is Joe ahead. West suing the right person? Because when I look at here, all that all that Loduca said was Billy Wagner told me that this happened. I'm not saying it did. I'm not saying right. it didn't. Billy Wagner said that this happened. Does Joe West arguably have a better claim against Billy Wagner or Paul LaDuca? I think he's Paul LaDuca. No, I think none. I, uh, ultimately, <laughs> I, I think that nothing's going to happen I don't here. know. He, basically, he's saying that he took bribes. That's a crime. And under New York, they have negligence per se. And there are four statements that will, will qualify as negligence per se. First one is charging somebody or saying that somebody committed a serious crime. Bribery is a serious crime. Second one is a statement that injures, inner, injures another in their trade business or profession the third thing is imputing a lotham disease not just kitties todd and the fourth thing <laughs> the fourth thing believe it or not only applies to women it's saying that a woman is unchaste unchaste todd or unchaste. yeah oh that's that's c-h-a-s-t-e not c-h-a-s-s-e-d by the way right, right. Um, you know what this is what i gotta or, say est this is what this is these are the issues as a lawyer you need to look at the following you look at the law, you look at how it's applied, and then you step outside that box and you say, now what is a jury going to do with this? Absolutely. And I'm telling you, I'm not, I don't guarantee anything. I'm just saying gut feel is a jury's going to look at him and see this as more of like a joke. I would think it would be a joke. They were joking about it. Again, I haven't listened to the podcast, so I'm not saying one side or the other. But I think a jury, I would as an attorney say, and this is not legal advice, by the way, wow. Do you think a jury's going to give you anything? I could see yeah. a jury going, really? Come on. You're a public figure, too. But You're a public figure. We're missing another point what? here, guys, and what? that is it went out on the podcast, and most yes. guys are going to go after the podcaster Maybe. because for putting out that information. It's a Maybe. podcast by nature well, is pre-recorded. Only if they were negligent in allowing that comment to come out because yeah, it, it, it's didn't. it's not. The person who actually made the false statement right. and actually published it to the third party, which was to the network, um, was DeLuca. But the right. question I find is interesting is the person that – can Wagner sue um, 
uh, Laduca. Uh, well, that that's the other one. Can can Wagner be sued, and can he sue if yes. if Wagner never said such a thing? Now, to be fair, to be fair, because there may be somebody out there going, well, what if he really did? What if he because re- truth is a defense to it. Correct. Right? Um, stats statisticians did this. Uh, Billy Wagner pitched for the New York Mets during 2006, 2007, when this was supposed to have taken place. So when you look at the stats. Remember, the claim was that Wagner said that if he loaned him, his strike zone would expand. Every time. Every time. So here are the stats. There were only two games in which Joe West umpired a game where Billy Wagner could have even potentially been there, and Billy Wagner never appeared in either game. Mm. And on one of the games that he was there, it ended on a home run, not because of a called strike zone. So It wouldn't have impacted it. It wouldn't have impacted So there's really no validity to the claim. At all, uh, I mean, I think West has a, an argument there. Like, look, this never happened. I didn't even up games where Wagner was pitching. Uh, this just seems to be a stupid tongue-in-cheek comment. The only thing I found interesting was that uh, the podcast is a sports betting podcast, and what's a major league umpire doing listening to a sports betting podcast? Mm. <laughs> that was sort of interesting, unless somebody told him about it. I okay. don't think I don't think that the stats though are really going to help. Loduca. If Loduca said this with the intent and to broadcast that there was a crime committed, I think he might be at risk. Well, no, I I, I think the stats help West to say that yeah, this is definitely false. There's no oh, way that they you can know show what? this is Got true. Got it. You know what? I think East and North are have something to do with it. Could, and could after be. that, I think it's going to go. And we'll be back. <laughs> we'll be back. I think this whole bit just went south. We'll be back with more radio <laughs> lot talk right after this. Stay tuned. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. I am Cameron Levitt, Chief Operating Officer of Concussion Medical Clinic. California's first concussion medical clinic is now open. As concussions increase each year, there has never been a greater need for concussion specialists. Our physicians at Concussion Medical Clinic are board certified in pediatric neurology and sports medicine and have partnered with universities, hospitals, and rehab clinics to expedite the recovery process. Simply put, we are elevating the standard of care. When you need an expert concussion opinion or concussion care, visit concussionmedicalclinic.com to schedule your appointment. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. Hi, my name is Lily. My mom and dad used to fight about money all the time. Then one day, I heard them talking about this guy. Some uncle I never knew called Uncle Sam. Well, they say this Uncle Sam guy wanted them to pay him like a gazillion dollars. And they didn't have a gazillion dollars. So they called this company they heard on the radio called The Tax Doctor. And The Tax Doctor worked with Uncle Sam's people. I think they're called the IRS, and they're able to work it out so my mom and dad didn't have to pay Uncle Sam very much money at all. So now mom and dad are happy, and I'm happy too. Thanks, tax doctor. If you owe $10,000 or more to the IRS or state, call now and pay less. 800-263-2610. 800-263-2610. That's 800-263-2610. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. Hi, I'm Frederick Penny of Penny & Associates Injury Lawyers. I bet you're tired of hearing lawyer commercials. So just relax and listen to music for a few seconds.
When you or a family member has been injured, call 800-616-4LAW or see us at PennyAndAssociates.com. See, that wasn't so bad. When you were a little kid and you thought about what you wanted to be, teaching was at the top of your list. But things changed. And as you got older, teaching didn't seem like the best option anymore. So you're thinking you'll be something else. But what would your 12-year-old self say? Now you want to be a doctor. You don't think teachers save lives? 25 at a time. An actress? Try playing a different role every time the bell rings. How about a scientist? Ever heard of physics? Chemistry? Who do you think teaches that? Teachers today are breaking down obstacles, finding innovative ways to instill old lessons, and taking learning far beyond the four walls of the classroom. It's time to recognize that great things are happening in teaching and put it back on your list. Don't try to convince yourself otherwise. You had it right the first time. Find out how you can make more at teach.org. Make more. Teach. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on radiolawtalk.com. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376. 800- This is Radio Law Talk with Frederick Penny. All right, we're back. We're going to talk a little bit about the uh, Michael Jackson case. So if those of you who have lived under a rock, as I always say, the Michael HBO did a thing called uh, Return to uh, Leaving Neverland. Neverland, those, uh, those of you who are aware, probably, is, is Michael Jackson's estate. It was in Southern California. It was like a little... I'm going to call it a, a mini, I'm not going to say the word Disney, a mini amusement park that he had all kinds of fun things for kids to do. And I watched a documentary on the thing, and it's actually quite fascinating what he had there. And by the way, it was for sale. I don't know if it sold yet, um, but at one time it was for sale. But back in February, uh, they did this uh, very, um, HBO did this very interesting documentary about what happened there. And kind of the behind the scenes where two children are now claiming, now that they're adults, that they were uh, uh, sexually molested by Michael Jackson. I'm not going to argue one way or the other on that issue. And by the way, we did discuss this before in prior cases. The, 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 they did uh, testify that they were not sexually molested uh, in, in a, a prior case. Uh, when in their, I think they're in their early 20s. So it, it's going back and forth, back and forth. And the issue was, is this allowed to be shown? And is this a free speech? Because it's a documentary. You have the rights. Documentary have different rights or, or I guess the standard's a little bit lower as to what they can do. And I'm going to say that in a general term because you know I'm not going to get into the details of that. But what happens is in 1982, 1992, there was a kind of contract that a number of people forgot about, except Michael Jackson's estate, that basically had a non-disparagement clause in it against HBO. In other words, uh, you can't disparage me in any way, um, HBO. Um, and, and if you you know you do, they're using they're grabbing this contract and saying you can't do this documentary because you're disparaging Michael Jackson. Yeah, that was the it was the dangerous tour when Michael Jackson's dangerous album came out, and oftentimes you know for You'll get a company like HBO, Showtime, anybody else that'll do a documentary about how the tour went and all that. And the contract for this production was that you couldn't produce anything non-disparaging. 
And so the argument here from HBO or from the Jackson family is, well, wait a minute here. Hey, hold on, hold on. You got this fight leaving Neverland thing that came out in 2019. You're disparaging Michael Jackson. This contract provision earlier should should not only control, but we should go to arbitration based upon that contract. And HBO is saying, <laughs> I don't think so. This is done. I mean, that was that was what twenty some odd years ago. Right. This doesn't apply. And uh, well, it was filed in state court. HBO had it removed to federal court. Right. And a judge in federal court kind of ruled in the Jackson family's favor. And now HBO is appealing it to the Ninth Circuit, saying, "Oh, this our interpretation should apply." And obviously, Michael Jackson's estate's attorneys—what did they reference this as a a hail mary on the part of yes. HBO? Was it a hail mary? Well, it might be. And here's the interesting thing, though. There, there was an attack though on the arbitration by HBO, and it was an anti-slap suit attack and that was what they're actually going to appeal which is really an underlyingly crazy kind of a, a thought but a slaps anti-slap says there's special recourse for those people who are brought into court on frivolous actions and it targets first amendment speech okay so they did the anti-slap saying hey we have a right to this first amendment speech and the, the judge said, ah, we're going to force you to arbitration. So there is kind of an element here that's an interesting uh, topic for appeal, which is can you force somebody, if they do an anti-slap suit, can you force them in, in arbitration? Or should this court have granted the anti-slap suit? That's also part of the appeal. And, and just so you know, SLAP is S-L-A-P-P and stands for Strategic Lawsuit Against Public Participation. And the argument here is these lawsuits are, are – these defenses are brought – this would be HBO filing its Jackson saying, look, your lawsuit is having a chilling effect on free speech. And these – the slap doctrine, if you will, protects folks from lawsuits like that. And HBO is saying this should apply here. This is a frivolous lawsuit on their part. They're trying to chill free speech. And the long and short of it is at this point, it's going to be heard by the Ninth Circuit. But didn't they already play it or not? Didn't HBO oh, already they play it? Yeah, they this? did. They, they can't yeah. unring that bell. Yeah, they can't unring it. They already played it. And so now the question is if if the Jackson family – I don't know exactly who owns his estate. Maybe someone else owns part of it too. But it comes down to they, could, they, they might be able to go for damages. They could. And – the thing that I see here with this is I disagree with the assessment that this is a Hail Mary because of what the lower court judge said when deciding the issues. Judge Wu said a lot of these issues are – this is a quote – a lot of these issues are so close and up in the air that I think no matter which side wins or loses, they are going to appeal. He then says, this stuff needs to be decided by a circuit court. Right. And so it's very close – probably going to get to the Ninth Circuit either way, and there's even a lot of thinking that this should be a case that should actually go up to the Supreme Court because the way the questions are framed could actually provide a lot of guidance on anti-slap suits I think so. by the Supreme Court. Yeah, exactly. They, they think that there's going to be, HBO is going to argue um, that the California's anti-slap statute uh, isn't preempted by the Federal Arbitration Act. So there is some question about that and whether or not the anti-slap could even be arbitrated is also part of that and question. I like, the, I like the fact that you said they think that HBO is going to argue. We don't know what HBO's argument is at this point. All they have done is filed a request to appeal, and a briefing schedule has been set. Their opening brief to lay out their arguments is not even due until January of 2020. So this can take a while. After they file that, then the other side has a time to respond. We'll follow it. To me, the interesting, interesting thing that I found is as follows. Okay, so basically the Jackson family or estate is saying we're going to arbitrate this, and that's what the judge, the, the, the circuit judge is basically saying, you can go arbitrate it. Now, we just had discussed arbitrations and the why Hollywood likes arbitrations because it's you can usually keep it quiet and keep things under wraps. But right here, the Jackson estate saying they want an open 
proceeding, an open arbitration that other individuals can hear and see. And I'm like, huh, I wonder That kind why. of seems like an oxymoron. Yeah. Yeah, right? but I think what it is. Arbitration and then public. Well, here's the thing, I think, Denise and Todd, what's going on here. I think they know that the bell's already been rung. They mm-hmm. already played it. So now they want to argue their case to the public, not just in an arbitration. That's why I think they want an open arbitration to keep it open. So why then do they just tell the circuit judge, we don't want to arbitrate anymore? We with we with withdraw that request. Well, I, because arbitration is quicker, <laughs> easier, faster. And, 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 and remember, think. when you're trying to sell music downloads, the court of public opinion is the one that matters. Yeah. Because radio stations have stopped playing Michael Jackson music for the most part. Yeah. The downloads on his their business is way down. Their meal ticket business is down. Well, I, Cal, remember, right after he died, the value of everything went, went skyrocketing. Crazy, right. It went crazy right. for a while. His, right. his his records were selling and, and everything. But you, I think you're right, Cal, as the, the public forgets very quick and things start going down, you know, if you're not in the public eyes. Yeah. You know, it's like uh, I heard of Barbara Streisand. Barbara Streisand was just in the news briefly, and I kind of went, who? Oh, yeah, Barbara Streisand. She talked about, you know, but she had a... Uh, I'm not going to get into the politics thing, but she she hit the news again about something that some she some political opinion some political something. opinion or something. Right. But the point right. is, is I, I literally I said, oh yeah, Barbara Streisand, and I literally said she, she what's she doing? You know, it, so you maybe that's the reason they're doing that. So yeah, because in her in her prime Hollywood model was point a camera at her, have her sing, let's make money. Oh no, yes. yeah, and she yeah. did well. Oh, yeah, she did well in she the 70s. Oh, my gosh, in the yeah. 70s, she was a, the powerhouse. She still is. She's the top uh, for winners for 10, um, uh, what is it, albums. She's had. The, she's the woman that has had the most albums and the most uh, awards still. She but still, still holds that title. I, and I agree, that was from, you know, so did Jim Brown. But the th- question is, what is not, I mean, I did in football, but... I haven't heard of her lately. What have you done for me lately? Yeah, 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 and that's what just what's going on. So uh, we're going to also talk about the game. I don't follow a lot of these reality shows. I I really don't. Um, There's I'm not going to mention the one that my wife does follow, and I sit there and watch (laughs) with her. But but there's a guy by the name of the game, and I, I I never heard of the game. Apparently he's a rapper of some sort, but he has a reality show. And I actually got on and watched part of it because I, I was curious. And so it's interesting that he got nailed with $7 million in damages um, on a sexual assault case. But he never showed up to the case. So mm. we're going to talk about that and how that affects someone who doesn't show up to a case. We'll be right back. This is Radio Law Talk. We're glad you're listening now. We invite you to stay tuned. There's uh, another segment or so coming up. Don't go away. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. Warning, don't let your business get left behind in what is likely to be the biggest economic boom in recent history. If you need to build for your business to grow, call General Steel today for a pre-engineered steel building designed for your needs. No wasted space. Steel prices are expected to rise, but you can still lock in your price on a General Steel building. And you can still save as much as half the cost and time of conventional construction. As much as half. But you must call now. If you need a church building, office, warehouse, manufacturing space, retail space, or more. Call General Steel today. You can still get the General's 50-year structural warranty and General Steel quality, all at a price you can afford. So don't let rising steel prices put your project out of reach and stop you from making your company great. 800-617-9312. 800-617-9312. That's 800-617-9312. Even in the hustle and noise of this modern world, we feel the pull of the forest to walk under the canopy and feel transformed. National forests are essential to life, majestic and grand. They clean our air, supply drinking water to millions, and provide homes to countless wildlife. They fuel our imaginations, inspiring us to think big, and now's the time to do just that. Fires and natural disasters devastate our forests each year. That's why we're replanting millions of new trees across the country. The Arbor Day Foundation needs your help. We've heard the call of the wild and we've answered. Scientists, foresters, volunteers, and members 
Together, we can preserve and protect our heritage and legacy. We must act now so that the generations of today and tomorrow can continue to depend on our forests. Visit arborday.org. See how you can help. All right, guys, we need to have you read some lines for our disclaimer promo. But first, can anybody tell me what a disclaimer is? Right then. Well, uh, Denise, you go ahead. Non uti porfirium juris consult. Latin, that's a nice touch. Thank you, Denise. Next time we'll try it in English if that's okay. Fred, how about you? Cal, I don't want to read all this. Can we just tell the people that we're discussing general legal issues and they should hire their own attorney instead of relying on what we have to say here? Well, we could, I guess. Uh, uh, Chris? I'm not going to be there anyway. Why have me do it? Let's, Let's have, have Todd, Todd do it. it. Me? Read disclaimers? Why, I couldn't. <coughs> the information you hear on Radio Law Talk is generally... The preceding promo was for entertainment purposes only. And if you want true legal advice, contact your own lawyer. Just a tip from your friends at Radio Law Talk. Be sure to read our disclaimers on radiolawtalk.com as well. I knew I had a problem, but I didn't know what to do about it. I tried counting calories, I took pills, eating and eating, and then more eating. I really wanted to stop, but nothing could make me stop. At one point, it was so bad that I just felt like giving up. I felt so alone. Like nobody else could possibly understand. We understand. We're Overeaters Anonymous, and we have helped thousands of people just like you. People who want to stop their compulsive eating and start living a healthy, rewarding life. Overeaters Anonymous, help me get my life back. Now I eat in a way that's healthy and good for me. I never realized what I was missing out on. With OA, I am living again and loving it. Start living the life you deserve with help from Overeaters Anonymous. Find us on the web at OA.org. Are you serious? Is this real life? Time to get back to Radio Law Talk on RadioLawTalk.com and on your favorite radio station. So a uh, reality dating show contestant uh, that the game uh, had uh, claims that in 2016 uh, that she was... um, assaulted by him and apparently this trial actually went forth and um and 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 actually the trial went forth in 2016 found him uh liable for sexual battery um to pay 7.1 million dollars is now the illinois federal appeals court on thursday found that he does not deserve a new trial and I guess he's going to have to pay the $7.1 million uh, 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 judgment or verdict. But here's what's interesting. And they could appeal to the Supreme Court uh, if the Supreme Court decides to, to look at the case. This rapper, um, the main issue here that came up was he didn't show up to court. He never testified. He didn't sit there. And a lot of times you don't even have to testify, but you know, you, I mean, you could sit there and at least, you know, let the jury look that you care about this thing. Sometimes you worry about the jury, uh, you know, uh, not care. Oh, he doesn't care enough to even show up. And the 12 of us are sitting here and, and giving up our family time. Uh, that sometimes can be an issue with the jury. And, and, and funny, I, I put a quote. Uh, okay, client, here's the address. Here's the courthouse. I'll send a cab, Uber. I'll even pick you up. But you got to get yourself here. So, uh, I don't know what the situation was there. I, we don't know the details, but why, Denise, would you not have your client there at least sitting there while being sued so they can at least look at you and say, there's a real person. You're not some entity that's out there beyond uh, the scope of the court that needs that you don't need to show up. And I don't know the answer to that. No, but my point is, is isn't it you want you normally want your client there? Well, right? you do, you would, but he defied his own attorneys. It looks like, right? I don't know. I, I mean, I, it I looks like didn't show up. It looks like he made some really rather unreasonable excuses for not showing up to things, like you know that he had to have emergency dental surgery, 
or that he, you know, was not around, and he evaded process. He started from the very beginning trying right. to avoid the lawsuit, right? So first of all, he, he evaded process of service, which means somebody had to try to personally serve him with the complaint because that's what's required. And he evaded that for a period of time and was able to do that. And then other things was he – it's alleged that he – now I guess it's actually a factual finding that he trolled um, this this plaintiff on social media and dodged a settlement conference. He didn't show up at trial. Um, his attorney asked for a continuance, and he offered this, you know, I have to have emergency surgery type stuff, right. and the court found it to be not credible. Right. So the court denied the request for the continuance. So what does that put him? So he gets a judgment against him. He didn't show up. And his continuance was denied. So the only thing he can appeal is what? The actual continuance. There's not much else he can appeal. The court says no. There was reasonable not, it, to con- it, not to allow him to continue the trial. The appellate court said too bad. Have you ever heard the phrase pride goeth before the fall? No. Okay. Well, now you have. So pride goeth before the fall, which means that sometimes your pride is what gets you in trouble. I remember I had an occasion once back when I was a prosecutor to sit waiting for, I had to file something with the clerk of the court, and I was waiting for it to be called. That's the first time I'd seen defendants who came out of the courtroom and sit down, and they're waiting to go to the clerk to get their post-case paperwork, right? And whatever meekness they showed in court Usually you'd see these people come out and sit down and they'd have their mom with them because they're their support person. And that's when they'd get brave, you know, you know, screw those guys. I'm not going to go to probation. I'm not going to do this. And the mom, well, honey, you got to do that because if you don't, and there's a lot of blustering about how they're not going to respect the court and they're not going to respect probation. They're not going to do that. And ultimately they do because they realize you can't take that attitude with the court. Otherwise you're going to get hammered. Now I'm just reading tea leaves here. But I could see a scenario where somebody facing this is like, ah, forget that law. I'm not going to do this. I'm gonna... And then when the reality of their defiant attitude hits home by a judgment of the court, then they see that. And the court's not going to let them say, I, I realize we'll, we'll make an exception for your error in judgment and give you a do-over. That's not good cause. Yeah, no. That is yeah. not good it, cause. Yes, in fact, many states say that you have to have some kind of reasonableness as to why you missed or failed to do something. You know, you have to have some kind of a reasonable uh, conduct that made it so that you missed this line or this d- uh, default or this, you know, court order. Yeah. And, um, he didn't have any of that. No. Well, no. it was a $1.13 million award plus the additional amount up to the 7.1 was punitive damages or punishment damages uh, was what the award was. Uh, so that's the that, that's that's it, an example of uh, I'm not quite sure why. And again, we don't have the detail, all the details, but doggone it, make your client show up to court. And, and now he's going to have to deal with $7.1 million verdict. Uh, uh, I, I'm not quite sure. Uh, Why would you want to mess with a guy who can take your money and your liberty? That's the question, right? right? No, you Why show up you, to the court. Why are you messing with a judge? Yeah. 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 Here's another interesting one I want to talk about. Cuba Gooding Jr. He's being sued for allegedly pinching a nightclub server. So I want to talk about this. Why do we want to talk about it? Actually, I saw this uh, uh, This in Variety talks about this um, a little bit. But the, te- the Teo nightclub server... Um, is claiming that, that, that Cuba Gooding Jr., he's the one that was on Jerry Maguire, was the athlete, and it won, and like you said, he won an Oscar with that uh, on that, uh, that, that movie. Uh, and I've, he's a very well-known guy. Apparently, she's alleging, and this is all allegations because he's denying it, is that um, he supposedly pinched her and harassed her, pinched her butt and harassed her while she was serving them. And apparently, he's not sitting in the main restaurant hall. He's probably off in a corner or somewhere else. And, and, and here's the interesting thing. He's recently was indicted just last week for four misdemeanor counts, including two counts stemming from this nightclub incident of October 24, 2018. Uh, he's pleading not guilty, and he's due in court in, uh, in December uh, uh, 13th. But here's the interesting thing is... Um, She's claiming these that apparently, and it's not just this. Apparently, there's claims that this has happened before in other areas, uh, not just in this specific nightclub that he has done this before. 
Yeah, there are allegations from other other uh, people that he had done that to them as well. Um, so this is kind of a, an interesting thing because I think it's like what happened before. The, there are 12 women here that have said he's done something similar to them, and it looks like they're trying to show some kind of a pattern um, uh, that he's, he has this inappropriate mechanism and method by which he harasses these women and that there's a pattern in that. Um, wow. So I, we'll have to see what happens with regard to that. There's some interesting things. Go ahead. Some well, interesting what, things. One thing, about, one thing about this here, we, uh, we've covered other cases in the past, the Luke Walton case. We've covered um, – Which was thrown out. Which was well, – it was never – yes, which – it was never filed criminally. Right, okay? and she dropped the lawsuit. And she, she dropped it, but – Unlike other cases where you have you have victims or alleged victims foregoing the criminal process and electing to proceed on civil charges, which always kind of makes you scratch your head about why aren't they fight if this happened, how come the police aren't involved? How come the authorities aren't involved? This case appears to be one where they are, and uh, because he's facing criminal prosecution as well as the civil lawsuit that she has filed um, be, being sued by the nightclub server. So to me, that lends a little bit more credibility. They went to both sides just from the filing standpoint, but you still want to wait and see what the evidence is. The allegations don't appear right. pretty good. If I will say this, if the allegations as alleged are proven and there's no justification for it, and I can't imagine one, then it, Cuba Gooding Jr. has uh, uh, he's going to face some liability. That's a great comment. It also leads me into your quick take. So, Mr. Cunin. Okay, this is to the Southwest Airlines pilots. My limerick, the pilots in flight were too naughty, who live-streamed the view from the potty. If the iPad is true and a mutinous crew, the pilots' careers now appear shoddy. Yes, Denise, yours. Um, the uh, contrary to popular belief, we do need more lawyers, you guys. We only have one out of 297 in average in the United States, and D.C. has got us beat with one per 12. Wow, that's a lot. So uh, one per 12 residents. Mr. Penny, you're out. Oh, we've got about a little bit of time for my best outtake. I'll go out with this one. Given the Gooding case. Unfortunately, I love my grandma. She's passed away. But if she's alive, I'd have to sue her for pinching my bum all the time, all the way through my 20s, every time I walked by here. And that's the way it was in the olden days. We'll be back next week. Thanks for joining us. This is Fred Penny, your host of Radio Law Talk. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Thank you.